on episode 29 of the podcast, I'm going to talk about colanders, or they, yeah, they're colanders, ashes and dreams. Shattered dreams, shattered dreams. I don't know how how that song goes. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Luke Who's Talking podcast with me, Luke, episode 29. So let's get into the first story I've got for you. Now, the other day I was uh, driving along, I don't know where I was driving, I was driving somewhere. I assume I was driving home from being out. I can't remember. Anyway, but I saw a guy, what a spoiler that is, and he had a colander. I'm pretty sure he had like a strainer or a colander on his head. It was a silver one. It, was black. it looked pretty flashy. It was like a pretty flashy colander. Like it wasn't a cheap colander. It wasn't a plastic one. I can tell you that for sure. It wasn't a cheap one. It looked, looked, looked pretty good. Like it was solid. It was a solid colander. And he had it on his head. Now, my first thought was, is he protecting himself from aliens? I don't know. But he had a colander. It was very unusual. It was um, interesting for sure. It's something that maybe crazy conspiracy theorists would do, is put colanders on their heads, so the various X, X-rays, the various ray, what do I call them? Those things can't read their brains and their thoughts and their dreams and other stuff. It was just very, very interesting to see. Yes, yeah, so I don't know what the guy's story was. I don't know why they had a colander on their head, but is 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 that... Is that oh, oh it's of a ruse room? The ruse room is we're in it, we're in it, we're in it. We're we're in the ruse room. We're now in the ruse room. Okay, so maybe the guy had other bags he was carrying, and he didn't have anywhere to put his colander, so he put it on his head, and he's been and he's dropped off or delivered these other bags that he was carrying, and he's forgotten about the colander on his head because it's so comfortable, he's kept it on. And he wants to start a new tra- uh, fashion trend of colander, a colony of colander wearers. What do we reckon about that? Sounds crazy, I know. They've gotten to me. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about some sport uh, very, well, hopefully briefly. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this story goes. Now, the, the women's ashes have been on. Okay, so the ashes is when Australia and England play cricket, they play test cricket. Well, at least in the men's side, they play test cricket. The ladies play one day a test and also 2020 games, but they play for an urn, which has got ashes in it. There was a story behind the ashes, um, which uh, I'll, I'll give you a brief explanation. The first time Australia and England played cricket in, I think it was 1870 or something or other, uh, Australia beat England, and the British press were like, oh, it's the death of cricket. Oh, so what they did is the uh, wickets they use, or a piece of equipment they use uh, in, in the game of cricket, were burnt, and they were put into an urn, because it was like it was the death of cricket. So that is a, a quick backstory behind the ashes. So every year, uh, not every year, like every four years or whatever, when Australia play England, uh, in the ashes they play for... This urn of ashes. That's that's the brief story behind it. Now, the ladies, they only play one test match. 
um, because their system's different. It works in points. So they play three one-day internationals or 50-over games. They play a test, which goes, for, I think, four days, and then they play some 20, uh, 20 games, whereas the men's play five uh, test matches. Now, this is a double-parted story, so I'm going to start with the first bit. And this is just not necessarily to do with the Ashes, but it's to do with women's sport. Now, I was flicking through channels the other night, and the test, the women's test was on, so I watched it. And the next morning, so we're playing in England, so I was late. Anyway, but the next morning I thought, I'll check out the local rag to see if there's anything in there about the cricket, about the ladies' cricket. Nothing. Zero. Nothing in there at all about the ladies' cricket, and there hasn't been anything in there, at least that I've noticed previously, about the ladies' cricket. So I was, I've got to say, a bit unimpressed with that. So I actually tweeted, I added the local paper on Twitter saying, well, why, why you know, why don't you have updates or anything about the uh, test, ladies' cricket, in, in the paper? Didn't get a tweet back. So, yeah, I was just a bit unimpressed, could you say, about the lack of coverage on the, uh, the ladies' Uh, cricket, the ladies' test, the ladies' sport. Because I think, see, the Women's World Cup was on, uh, Soccer World Cup was on recently, and as soon as Australia lost and was out of the World Cup, the coverage of it laxed. I mean, I don't really think that's enough reason for there to be no coverage because the, our country isn't in it anymore. I think, you know, there should be some coverage still. Of it, and I think the ladies netball, like the netball World Cups, on as well, or has been on recently, and I can't say that I've seen any coverage of that in the paper uh, as well. And Australia, like the, the ladies, are pretty good. They do, they're uh, pretty good when it comes to the netball. So news outlets, uh, pick up your game when it comes to covering women's sport. Mm. So that's part one of this story. Part two is one of the TV channels, the host broad, well, you have a host broadcaster that'll bro- that broadcasts cricket here in Australia, had a promo of the cricket, right, for men's ashes tests. And it was, it said, oh, the arrogance of it, I hated it. It was like, oh, yeah, watchers, we smashed the palms on their home turf. Oh. Now... Australia hasn't won a test series in England since about 2001, okay? So they have lost four, I think, since then. Last time they played there in 2015, they were very ordinary. There was two games, the Oval and at Lords. The pitches were absolute tracks, absolute roads, and they won. But the other uh, uh, tests, the other three games, they were absolutely smoked in because the pitches were a bit green, had a bit of juice in them, had a bit of ball movement, and they were useless. Uh, the Australian batting, you know, lineup. So if I'm like, oh yeah, we're we, I really hated just the arrogance of that. I wasn't happy at all. And also, the two cheats, now I'm allowed to say that, the two cheats were on the promo, and I wasn't happy about that either. The two cheats were on there, like, oh, we smashed the palms, oh. Oh, it was just the arrogance of it, I hated it. I hated it, that's why I hate 
somewhat the Australian cricket team because a bunch of arrogant... Jesus. Now for my third story, let me t- tell you about something that was it was it was interesting. It was unusual. So uh, the other morning, I got up uh, ready to get to work. Anyway, so I slept through my alarm. So my alarm usually it's set for about five or twenty-five to six. Anyway, I woke up. It was about uh, oh, thirteen or so minutes to six. So I'd slept through my alarm. Or, or my actually, I checked my alarm wasn't even set. So I was a bit unhappy about that. Anywho, I got up, got dressed. Um, and then I went to the toilet, went to the loo, and the toilet roll was empty. For some reason as well, there was one, an empty one in the loo, which I thought was very unusual because early that night, about three o'clock or so, when I uh, got up to go to the loo, there was still some toilet roll, like on the roll, or toilet paper on the roll, so obviously somebody during the night had gone used up the uh, bog roll. Anyway, so I um, hopped on. Do you hop onto a toilet? Anyway, I got on the toilet and I was just sitting there having a ponder. Anyway, so what happened was then my alarm went off, I woke up and all that was a dream and was very unusual because it was so real. I thought, did that not just happen? Apparently it didn't because I was sleeping and I was thinking that was actually happening. And I said to a co-worker about it uh, later that day, and they said, oh, well, you must have been worried about not waking up or must have been thinking about not waking up or something rather. I said, oh, yeah, I don't know, probably was. But, yeah, I, it was it was um, very odd. You know, I thought in this dream, I was like, oh, my alarm hasn't gone off. Why I looked, it wasn't even set. I thought, okay. I went, uh, you know, got dressed, went into the loo, and I thought, well, the toilet roll was empty, but it was had toilet roll on it when I was you know, in the loo during the night. And then my alarm went off, and I woke up, and all that was a dream. And it was very, it was, it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Have you had a bizarre dream like that before? Have you had a unusual dream like that before? Give us a tweet, send us an email if you have, and I might give it a Guernsey on the next ep. Well, that is it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, subscribe, like, share it with a friend and all that jazz. You can send me an email at uh, lukewhostalkingpod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, L underscore who's talking, and on the Facebooks as well. So, um, yeah, get on it, get on it. And also, now, I'm not sure if I have or not, but I'm very, very close to a 1,000 downloads. Last time I checked, I think I had about 800 so um, thank you to everybody who has downloaded. I will actually put effort in and check to see how many downloads the podcast has had and will inform you if I don't forget on the next episode of the podcast. Actually, you know, I'll be lazy and I'll put a tweet out and uh, put a post up on the interwebs, just giving you a bit of an update on where the download situation is. Anywho, thanks very much for listening, everybody, and I'll catch you next time. Okay.